Hello, hello, hello. This is Toasty. This is the Mental Threats Podcast. We are on episode... What is this like? What, 29? Yeah, this might be... Yeah, this is episode 29. I'm here with Deja. What's your last name, Deja? Hill. All right, cool. Yeah, you actually say the whole name. Deja Hill. Yes. Deja Hill is a transfer student, I think, from what? From Connecticut or whatever? Yes. University of Hartford in Connecticut. One thing about Hartford and Connecticut, yeah, and I'm like, I'm a bit of like a wrestling fan, so I've been thinking like maybe Triple H because that's where Triple H is from and everything. You're really? Not, you, yeah, Triple H. You're not a wrestling fan, are you? I, I mean, no. Not at all. No. <laughs> not in this way. <laughs> yeah, but you are a fan of like '90s like type movies and all that '90s stuff. I am. Okay, cool, nice. We'll get to that part in a moment because like I'm heavy with the '90s shit myself. Um, but from in your own words, Miss Deja Hill. If we were to start, like, you know, you're, like, a senior right now, transfer student and everything. How has life been at, like, a HBCU, like, NCCU? Like, what's your experience been on your end? It's definitely been a wonderful experience. I came from a PWI, so it was definitely, like, a culture shock from being at a school that is not really, you know, family-oriented, active, like, events, things in that nature coming here. It was, like, there was, well, before COVID, I should say. It was things to do every day, you know, activities, interacting with everybody. It was a wonderful experience before, you know, COVID came along. Yeah, COVID done slaying all that, man. Slayed the dragon, man. I swear, this yeah. dang COVID. And it felt like it was so fast, too. Like, once it, like, like I don't know, like, I was on campus while we had COVID at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so I ended up being quarantined because I got COVID for a little bit, too. That that was not that you got put in McLean, too? Yes. Well, what floor in McLean? The second floor? I think I was on the second floor also. I might have been on the third floor, most likely the third floor. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, when, when they put you in uh, quarantine, like, what was it, like, uh, early in the semester or later on the semester? I had it in, like, February, I want to say. February of... 2021 yeah i know it's been a brick has <laughs> been a very long time yeah man i think i had it like around like right when the semester was about to end and everything so i oh. kind of so i had to stay on campus a little bit longer than i needed to oh, and everything it was crazy for me bro it's just i was just stuck in that room by myself so i had nothing else but my thoughts Shit. Really, you didn't bring anything with you? No, no, I brought some things. I had to bring my TV and everything because I wasn't going to. Oh, uh, lucky you. I didn't even bring a TV. Really? I found my laptop and my phone. Nah, it couldn't be me, man. I, I, I would get bored so quick. Oh, and my speaker, you know, listen to some music, vibe out. You know, enjoy the personal time to yourself. Yeah, man. I just, that my quarantine experience, man, I don't know, man. Because it's just like, now I look back at it now, it's just, I had a dead ass, like, you don't, you're not into like manifestation or anything like that. I am. I you, am. You are? Affirmations, all that, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, see, what I do is like, you know, I would be like, my whole manifestation book, I would just write in it, just stuff mm-hmm. that I wanted to happen and stuff like that. Like, okay, I want this to happen. I want to make this much money. And just, like, that's what was keeping me, like, sane yeah. and everything going forward and everything of that nature. So it's just like, just stuff of that nature plus what, what was i watching i know like avatar the last airbender was out on netflix so i was still watching oh, hella netflix over and over again but i was still pretty sick because i was coughing really? a whole lot yeah man when i had covid it was just like it was like i don't know how everyone's experience is the same but i was mad tired one 
And really? I was just coughing so, so hard every day, man. It was uh, just, it was just kind of gross. Oh, I was COVID for you. It's just like, whatever. I mean, my only symptoms was losing my taste and my smell. Other than that, like, I mean, I had like a little, a little bit of a low energy type of thing going on too. But like, I just kept trying to keep myself active. Like dancing around the room, you know. You never. How often do you get a whole room to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And and McLean looks mad nice. Like yeah. I appreciate McLean a lot more. Like when it's like, cause I back in Bangs like for the third time oh, and everything. This is my first time oh, really? It's your first time. You, you picked rooms late too. That too, but I also picked Lawson. But they didn't put me in Lawson because you know Lawson isn't done yet. Oh, so like they're keeping you here before they put you in Lawson, basically. But I won't experience Lawson because I'm graduating in December. Shit. Yeah. So you got the dormitory to yourself, too? I do. I do. Hey, a lot of people are getting their dormitories in the bank system. Does anybody have a roommate in banks? As far as I know, they haven't. That is amazing. That is. Because Baines is too small to be sharing with somebody during COVID. No, real shit. <laughs> I thought I was just lucky. Like, you know, but it's just like, you know, but it's just like. Because I wasn't trying to get no roommate this year and everything. I know it can kind of get a little bit boring or whatever, but it's like, you know, then you have to like work with somebody else and everything. And then it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it would be easier in George Street to have a roommate than here. You know what I'm saying? It's really? just. Yeah, because like George Street, it's like, it's like a suite. See, I got a bathroom and a shower and everything. So yeah, it's in just the like, same room. Yeah, and plus you got two rooms. So it's just like, you know, but it's four people can be put in the room. If you got like one room to yourself, then it's like, it's See, cool. I was in Austin, and both times I was in Austin, not all of the rooms were full. So the first time I was in it, it was me on one side and somebody else on the whole other side. So I had the bathroom, everything to myself. Then the second time, I had someone on my side, but then they ended up moving out. So then I still had a whole side to myself. So, you know, the whole bathroom living situation, that's definitely a plus. I like that part. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bangs is not too bad because, like, even now, it's not too many people on my side of the floor. So it's like it still feels like I'm in my own bathroom. Oh, really? But, like, my bathroom's way down the hall, so I got to run every time. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be whole whole same ball with this shit, man. I swear. <laughs> it's like, Damn. Gosh, but it's like it is what it is. I mean, it's still like it's still kind of sentimental for me because I literally started at Baines, mm-hmm. and I've been here like this is like the third time I'm here because they had me here like last time before they put me in George Street. Oh, okay. So it's just like you know, like there's a sentimentality that comes with it. Like wow, like I really spent a lot of my time here at NCCU here. It was yeah. here and then McLean and then George Street. Like really, so mm-hmm. it's just like in between it was just this Baines uh, Hall and stuff. So it's just like you know, it is what it is. You know, I'll. I wish I would have probably went to Ruffin or Shidley because I heard Shidley. Shidley. Like, you walk into Shidley, it looks nice too. I, yes. I would have loved to be in Shidley, but it's just like, you know, once again, or any day. I started off in Chile. When I transferred here, I was in Chile. But being in Baines, it's like, you know, you hear about everybody's freshman experience being in Baines. So it's like, you know, kind of bittersweet because I'm living out my senior year, last semester in Baines, but not getting the full Baines experience that everybody else got. I mean, you got that, you were here that one time where they had the fire alarm like five times in a row. Oh yeah, sadly had work that next day. Man, I you talking swear. about from about three to seven o'clock in the morning? No, dead ass, and we had to come outside every time, every man. Time. I was trying to sleep, man. It got to a point where I was like, I just kept my clothes on just in case. I was lying down, like you know, like if we had to step out one more damn time. Apparently, <laughs> I ain't gonna go to sleep, man. Apparently, I slept through the first one. 
Mm. Which I'm like, how did I even do that? But I'm like, yeah, I was very tired and had to work. Then it just kept going off. I'm like, okay, at this point, it's nothing really going on. I'm going to just, you know, stay in here and try and get some sleep. But it just kept going back to back to back to back to back. Can't sleep through that. Yeah, man, that that fire would have got your ass the first time. Was it even on fire? <laughs> or was it just like, was it niggas just smoking weed? Like, I have no clue. I feel like it was niggas smoking weed, bro. Like, why the keep smoking weed in the dormitory? Just step outside, bro. You can hotbox in the car. It's something. I mean, probably, no, that wouldn't be smart. Don't do that either, because, like, police will always assume that you're hotboxing in the car. Like, I remember one time I was just chilling in the car just watching YouTube videos. The police mm-hmm. just pulled up thinking I was hotboxing. I'm like, no. Wow. Like, in the parking deck and everything. Like uh-huh. He thought he was real slick with it. He was just pulling up, like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, nothing. I'm just like, really? It's like, yeah, literally nothing. Just on my phone. I'm <laughs> just like, no. Wow. Like, I can't just chill in my car if I want to. Like, damn, dude. It's like, you know, we culture's bad here. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Can't even do it, man. Cannot even do it. Um, This one, you got your ticket for homecoming this year, yeah, right? They started selling the tickets? I don't know. I just know it's like 30 days away, so it's like, I assume... Oh, no, I haven't heard of them uh, selling tickets yet. Yeah, I need to get my tickets this time because I missed out on homecoming my sophomore year and everything. Oh, wow. I, I went my f- my freshman year, but I missed it my sophomore year, and then COVID mm-hmm. hit, so that's two years consecutively. Oh, wow. I didn't get, get the chance to even show the whole uh, homecoming experience, but I'm definitely going to get it this time. You know, like, this is the time. Hopefully I get it this time, but my work schedule, they ain't give me them hours I was looking for. Dang. But we still gonna make the best of what we can. Where you work at? Home Depot. Dang. You know, I could actually see that because you got orange hair. Oh, just, man. <laughs> I mean, at least it matches. <laughs> it matches, man. It, it, trust me. It matches. And people point it out at work all the time. Oh, yeah, no, I bet. <laughs> I bet. For me, I can't be working right now. Like, the only thing I can do is, like, DoorDash or something like that. You know, it's just, yeah. like, you know, just work for a little bit, like, maybe an hour or two, then come mm-hmm. back and then do this for an hour or two. Although yeah. I still never have time and everything. Like, mm-hmm. that's really, like, my go-to thing. You know, I just lost my bank card. I just got it back, and I need to pop my bank card on it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I could probably stack some bread again throughout October. You trying to go through, like, a haunted house or something like that? What's your plans for October? Um... Well, MBTA, nothing but the arts. We have some events coming October. Stay tuned. So that's what my October is going to consist of. But I definitely want to go to Scarewinds. I want to do some some fun stuff, dress up. Oh, Scarewinds. Okay, so you've heard of Scarewinds. I have, but I've never been. Uh, neither have I. I'm from Charlotte. I've never been there. I'm from Connecticut, so. I would pull up there, but I feel like it would be so many people that's just from Charlotte that's there. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with that. <laughs> it's like, then you say, like, oh, oh, wow, I haven't seen you in forever. It's like, man, I wasn't trying to see you. <laughs> God, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, I try to, like, deviate from, like, Charlotte as best I can. Because I, mm-hmm. I hate on Charlotte. Yeah, that's the place I grew up. So it's like, you know, there's so many stages of your life you've kind of been through your hometown. That's and, how I feel about Connecticut. Yeah, and you just want to just move on. So it's like my right. next stage in life. Hopefully, I can probably go live in like a DC area, which is going to be expensive as hell. Very. But my dad's trying to hook me up with like an apartment over there. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm looking forward to that nightlife. I'm looking forward to making some bread. I'm looking forward to going to grad school. Like, you know, so it's just yeah. stuff like that. You know, it's just like, so like, I know we spoke about like, what's your plans going for? I know you say you wanted to like intern for like a school through your psychology degree. Yes, I want to uh, go to grad school. Still at NCCU. Hopefully have some internships at a school in nearby areas because I'm looking into school psychology after graduating. 
And, you know, some years after that, have my own practice and, you know, get into being a, a real therapist. Okay, and you want to be like a counselor therapist, like you listen to people's problems and stuff, get get, get through it and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, and that's cool. That's I feel like that's actually very important to have a lot of black psychologists and everything. Like I'll be trying to look for some black uh, like therapists myself mm-hmm. and everything, and it's just be like, like I'm cool going to, like I'm not really like against like going different races, but I feel like all of our experiences are very different. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, like the closest you can get to actually getting close to, you know, something similar, it's just like taking like a black therapist. Cause I feel like they could put a perspective of a lot of our, mm-hmm. about the issues we have to deal in society as it is, you know we what I'm saying? We understand each other. I mean, in a sense, yeah, but it's just like, you know, you got to keep in mind, like, a lot of the people I bump in with, uh, bump heads with are usually people that look like me anyway. So it's like, you know, it's just something that you got to keep in mind and everything. But I feel like it'll be something, I feel like it'll be something that'll give me more insight, you know, Mm -hmm. when dealing with whatever issues I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like I really do support, like, there being, like, more psychologists, more therapists in the field and stuff of that Mm -hmm. nature. Because we're going to need it, man. We're definitely going to need that. So, so what really motivates you to want to be, like, a therapist? Um, I like being understood. And I feel like there is a multitude of different people around, not just this area, but the world that want to be understood. And it's going to take somebody who understands them to, you know, help them with the issues that they have. Because hmm. not everybody has someone that they can go to. Not everybody has somebody that won't judge them. Because I feel like we live in a pretty judgmental time period around judgmental people. Mm, okay, no, no, I could, I could feel that. I could feel that heavily, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. So I, so I feel like you're pretty, pretty good at keeping secrets and stuff of that nature. Oh, definitely. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Have there been, like, an event, like, in your life, or, like, growing up, that just say, like, you know what, I want to be a therapist, or just, like, you just thought, like, you know what, maybe this is just work for me, or whatever. Um, I wouldn't say there's events, but I'm definitely that friend that you can come to when you want to confide in some things and I won't look at you differently for what you tell me or what we discuss. Oh, okay, all right, okay, all right. Well, look at Daisha. All right, that's nice. <laughs> um, now like, I understand like you're in the whole nothing but the arts like uh, club or whatever. And any other organizations you might be a part of besides that? Ah, no, that's the only organization I am a part of. I am, I may have said this before, but I am the social media chair. So if anyone is looking into joining Nothing But The Arts, you can get that information. And we are looking for a social media chair come December because I am graduating. So if you are into digital marketing, this may be the place for you. Dang, man. This, I just realized, this really is my last semester, man, for real, yeah. man. I was really hoping to, like, really just live it up for real, just go to parties every weekend. But then there's a hell of assignments. Yeah. And I couldn't keep up with that. I have to drop some classes. Maybe October might be a little bit different and then November, but I don't even know, to be honest. <laughs> I think I'm going to just save partying for next year <laughs> again or whatever. But it's yeah. like, that's just kind of what it is. I feel like freshman year, I was more out there when it came to stuff like that. And then Definitely. Soph- sophomore year, I became a little bit more recluse with the stuff. And then it's just, you know, then COVID hit, so you mm-hmm. really had to be recluse with the stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, what, what's party life? How has it been for you on your end, all the NCCU? During COVID or, like, before COVID? Just in general, basically, like, you know. In general, it's been, jeez. It's definitely been, like, a learning experience. Um, I feel like it bought me out of my shell because I was really, like, a person who kept to myself. And I still keep to myself, but I feel like 
now I'm more out there, like joining organizations, um, things in that nature. Because usually, like, I just, you know, keep to myself. I don't really talk to people much. But now I'm walking around campus saying hey to everybody. Like, I know a lot of people. It's It's been like a, a real butterfly effect for me. Oh, okay. Do you feel like parties pretty much help you, like, with that? Like, say, hey, what's up? What's up? I saw you at this party and everything. That's just how you do it? I don't say parties. I'm not really a party person. I mean, my freshman year before I transferred here, I was. And when I like the first semester I got here, I was like, you know, into the party scene. But after, you know, it's, it gets to be in the same thing every time you go out. So it's not really something different. But I mean, I guess classes and group chats and working with other people, you know, really helps you to socialize and interact with everybody. And, you know, campus, campus, events on campus also give you, like, the leverage you need to, like, meet new people. Mm, oh, yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. In comparison from your experience of the PWI, all oh, dreadful PWIs, <laughs> to HBCUs and everything, how do you feel, like, the culture shock, you know, struck for you and everything? Um, Event-wise, it was definitely a culture shock, like, I don't want to say events here are like being at a party, but it definitely gives you like the party cookout vibes. Being at a PWI event, it's not really my type of vibe. I don't know. I guess you just have to be there to experience it, to understand. But it's definitely a different type of scenery, different type of interactment. I feel that, man. I, I couldn't do no PWIs for nothing. You couldn't pay me to go to a PWI. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I feel like it would just be hella awkward, man. Cause I, I went to like predominantly white schools throughout most of my life and it was always a fucking problem. Since I've been at HBCU, it's just been kind of chill and everything. Like, yeah. if you're not, like, if you can be social as you want to be, nobody, people encourage you to be there. And even if you're kind of recluse, you can still be recluse and it's just, you know, mind your own business. No one cares. Right. And everything. I feel like, I don't know, PWI, I feel like it would just be like just always adversity. Like, when it comes to that, you know, it's just, I don't really, yeah, I know you watch so dear white people, right? You know, I like do. On Netflix. I do. One of the main problems I have with that show is like, bro, just go to a fucking HBCU. Exactly. Why, like, you're always complaining about these folk not understanding you. Just go to a HBCU. Where they will understand you. And it's not even about, like, guarantee that people understand you because everyone's a, is an individual in their mm-hmm. own right. But it's like, I just always, one of the part that really just turns me off about that show it's just like how they constantly need to like have to dear white people, dear white people. They like, dude, like they're gonna do whatever they want to do, regardless. I- it's a PWI. <laughs> like it's just like regardless. Like I don't know. I just feel like I'm a solutionist and everything, mm-hmm. you know. And since I've been at HBCU, I never had to complain about anybody saying things about me or doing things yeah. about anything because I literally isolated myself mm-hmm. from situations like that. You know, after a while, it's just like, you know what's going on and what is what it is. You just got to find your own stride. And I feel like HBCUs are just a place for me, man. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. So I just think, like, people come from PWIs and they come here and everything. I'm like, what even made y'all go to PWIs in the first damn place? <laughs> Because it couldn't be me, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Dear White People, I like the show because I feel like it's really trying to get people that are not like us to understand how it is to be us, even though you really can't understand that without being in our shoes. But, I mean, you said, why do people go to PWIs? I mean, 
my thing was I just feel like I wasn't mature enough to leave home yet. So it was more like a comfort thing for me until I was ready to, you know, leave the nest. So, you know, once I left the nest, you know, I was ready for it. I was prepared. I was ready to get the hell out <laughs> ASAP, man. I was not I was not trying to stay in Charlotte, man. Really? I had to step I had to check and go somewhere else, man. And, you but, know, just, yeah. I fell in love with Durham too. I, I was considering living in Durham for sure. You you're still technically at home. You're still in the same state. My thing was going to a whole different state. I came from up north. I'm going down south. That's eight to ten hours away from home if something happened i can't just you know pick up and leave and go home i'll stay for a little bit oh yeah and you had to drive you got your own car and everything you drove here or oh no my mom she drove me it was, it was a long drive though do you have your own car not yet but we're working towards that Word. wait how old are you i'm not trying to be all up in the business I'm over 20. That's all we need to know. Over 20. Okay. Yeah, man. I couldn't stand not having a car, man. Even my shit. Like, I got to get new tires for my shit, man. Which is going to be... It's going to be a lot, man. But it's just like, man... It's good that I actually have a car to get from point A to point Mm -hmm. B whenever. Although, like, you know, like, you get speeding tickets like hell for, like... I don't even know why I got it the last two times. But it's like, yeah, man, that's just that's just pretty much just how I see it, man. Like, it's just, I was tired of being on the bus and shit, man. It's yeah. just like crackheads fighting and just getting <laughs> scrap out. You know, it, it, I'm just saying, it's just like, at first it'd be like, oh, wow, these crackheads. After like the 10th time, it's like, man. Not the crackheads fighting. It don't even be fighting. It'd be like, oh, it's that one old crackhead that got a speech and everything. And then like, <laughs> niggas telling to shut up. Like, what? It's just like, <laughs> you'd be on some stuff like, no, my, my niece cousin always want to use money for cocaine. And it'd be like, hey, man, <laughs> shut up, man. Or I knock your old ass out. <laughs> you'd be in the back witnessing everything. <laughs> you can't talk to your elders like that, man, even if he is a crackhead. <laughs> this is just like, <laughs> but that's just Charlotte. That is just Charlotte. So it's like, would you consider living in North Carolina and everything? Definitely. I don't plan on going back to Connecticut. You think it's just lit down here? I wouldn't say it's lit. It's more peaceful. It's more peaceful in like in what way? Well, for me, I'm I my my business. I don't have to, you know, deal with people too much. Um I mean, I came from more of a like fast-paced city environment. Here it's not really like a fast-paced city environment. Everything to me is so far apart and stretched out, which I don't mind, and it's not so compacted and close together. Okay, well, that's one way to look at it and everything. Like, I don't know. So I feel like it's like it's cool to have things put together and everything. I feel like it'd be easier to navigate and everything. Like, like for like that's what really caught me up with Washington D.C. when I was driving through the city, like with my brother and everything, mm-hmm. and we couldn't believe like how there was always like a place to go. Yeah. There was only like there was like a party here, a club right here, a club right there, right next to each other, like slap right next to each other. Yeah. And I thought that was mad cool because I'm like, dang, like you can really be at a party for days. Like there's always something to do and really? everything. Like yeah, in Washington D.C., man, well, it's yeah, just D.C. I guess. Yeah, and it's like weed is elite. Is actually it's not illegal. It's actually illegal over there. You know. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's weed. You can uh, you can literally go to like uh, the gas station. There'll be like weed in the jar just there. Wow. And I thought that was so damn crazy. Like, bro, this is my life. <laughs> I need to live in Washington D.C. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just calling my name. I just feel like I like I really like things will come full circle for me over there and everything. So when it comes to relationships, like like at HBCU and NCCU and everything, like you know friendships stuff like. I mean, we ain't gotta go there. You don't <laughs> want to? I know you look at me like what? No, I'm not. <laughs> 
If you don't want me to steam the tea, <laughs> no, it is all right. Could, we we could. could skip out on the tea if you'd like. Nah, we could. We could steam the tea. All right. I mean, you ain't got to be specific about anything, but, like, uh, how would you, like, pretty much just describe, like, the nature of uh, relationships or situationships here at NCCU? Um, I don't, yeah. Uh, just it, like it's whatever it's just short-lived or whatever it's just whatever it i guess it just depends on the person you you acquaintance yourself with um some can be short-lived but that's with any situation relationship mm-hmm. um definitely would say people here are different mm-hmm. it can be in a good way can be in a bad way depends on how you take it if you take it the wrong way i don't know what to tell you um but as far as friendships and the people i've encountered here i've made some pretty solid friendships as far as relationships that's not really something i'm looking for here you know if it happens to pass me by then it will why are you saying mm? <laughs> no, 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 I just say mm, like in like, uh, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm agreeing. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I feel that. Like, snap, snap, snap. Like, yeah, not really, you know, I feel like when you look for stuff, it doesn't really come how you want it to. So, you know, you just, just let things come naturally. I feel that so very, so heavily, man. I swear, man. It's just like, I guess because everything at HBCU, it, it kind of goes off like in a blur. In a sense, you know, it's just like I didn't yeah. even know. Three years, like been here and everything, they went out like just that. Yeah, it's so crazy, and it's just like I feel like I've done more like my freshman year than like you know the rest of the years mm-hmm. here. I was just kind of like whatever yeah. the next couple of years, and it's just like it's just so crazy how things can go so fast mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but I know it's just like when it comes to the whole, how'd you really get into nothing but the arts? Uh, when it comes to just like becoming their uh, what you call it uh. There, what, what officer marketing? Pro, what, what? <laughs> it's I'm the digital marketing chair. Yeah, digital so, marketing chair. How'd you get to that position? A good friend of mine, Bishop, she's the president, so she introduced me to it. And well, my creative art for myself is jewelry making, but I am like I've done digital marketing for other people, like. Uh, happy time food truck make sure y'all shop there look up their events look up their instagram i've done digital marketing for her um so it's not something i'm not familiar with it's something that i'm familiar with and i didn't mind doing it for the organization because it's something i do want to perfect because that can be something i use in the future Mm, okay that's nice that's nice so you're like very deep like graphic design as a whole and everything Uh, i wouldn't say i'm deep i'm still in the learning experience of it Hopefully, this helps me get deeper into it, more professional. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that heavily, man. Because, you know, I do graphic design, too, but I be, like, doing it for, like, album covers and stuff like that. You know, album covers I never even got a chance to make or something mm-hmm. like that nature and everything. Oh, okay. So, it's like, yeah, that's just kind of, like, where I be working with and everything. Uh even if, I know you're about to graduate. It's like you're about to go to grad school, like right after this. So you're probably gonna stay with NCCU, correct? Yes. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Well, grad school, you can still live on campus, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they do have grad housing. Oh, grad housing. Well, what's what's grad housing? Mm, just, wrong, just, wrong person to ask. So oh. it's it's on campus. It used to be um. Campus crossing. 
No, no, no. Where COVID uh, quarantining is at. That used to be grad housing. McLean? Yeah, McLean. Yep. Really? That's grad no, housing? No, not McLean. Where, oh, you stayed in McLean. I was in... um. That's what I stayed for, like, quarantine. Oh, no. I stayed... It's by Mary Towns. I can't even think of the name it of it. Was it Ruffin? Mm-mm. Was it Eagle Landing? No. Nope. Damn, I'm trying I to think. I can't even think of the name of it. Um... Orphan Eagle Landing. Uh, what's another name? By Mary Towns, is it? I want to say it's by Mary Towns. It's not any day for sure. No. Oh, what is the name of it? Damn. I know because there was two. Yeah, I know there was two places that are quarantining. Yeah, I can't people. think of I know. Name. I know. I know because they have me in damn McLean. So it's like, you know. Yeah, man. But I'm trying to think. Uh, whatever it is, that used to be grad housing. Um, but I think, like, within the dorms, they have, like, dorms for grad students. But I got to do some more research on that. I don't, yeah, I don't know where where I'm going to do, where I'm going to live at. I want to get my own apartment, so hopefully that's the move. Yeah, no. Instead of staying on campus. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. And it's just, it's crazy. Um, I'll be thinking, man, like, wow, like, Shit, man. I know it's like I kind of lost for words and everything because we're kind of like rolling on with this stuff for a lot, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> like we come to grad school because I know I got to pay like a hundred some dollars just to apply at Howard University and everything. Yeah. They say their admissions office is shit. So that's my main objective for October. What uh, What's your personal goals for this October? Uh, personal goals, put some more money into my savings account, um, keep my grades up, let go of things that no longer serve me in life. And continue to be a positive individual and help others throughout my journey of this month. New month, the new beginning. Oh, yeah, no, surely, man. It's just like, you trying to be watching more like horror movies and everything to get to like the Halloween season? Uh, no, nah, I could pass on that. I'm focused on getting my money working awesome. and making sure I'm well rested for the days. I feel like horror movies are kind of like interrupt with that. Like, you can't even sleep after seeing that horror movie. <laughs> no, I just don't have time. I just got to, you know, enjoy the little bit of time that I do have to myself. Oh, no, no, no. I feel that. I feel that. But I know your spare time, you're also into, like, 90s movies, 90s aesthetic, 90s, all that 90s type stuff. And what year were you born in this? 99. Oh, cool. I'm 98. Um, So it's just like... So I guess growing up, it's just that was just... That's just all you were pretty much drawn to was all 90s type things, correct? Um, I want to say... Yes, but I also, you know, did watch some Disney Channel, you know, Proud Family, all that stuff, too. Oh, okay. See, I know you're going to watch uh, Proud Family louder and prouder and everything. What's louder and prouder? That's a new show. That's a new season that they're coming out with. The oh, reboot. really? Yeah, it's a reboot and everything. It's I feel like Penny's going to still be, like, a teenager or whatever. Yeah. But BB and CC are going to get a little bit older. Um, okay. It's weird, because I feel like I would rather just have Penny just older, like, you know, like... Yeah. You know, like, cause they, he, she went to school, like, in the early 2000s type, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it's just, like, you know, for her to just be, like, an older grown woman, like, trying to date and everything, yeah, I would have really liked to see that, you know, yeah. everybody grown and everything, maybe she follow up with some friends, or maybe you're connected with some old family, you know, like, it's just, I feel like that'd be more realistic, you Right, know it definitely would seem like she grew up with us. Yeah, cause it's, like, her, all her whole circle was just fake as shit, bro, everybody, <laughs> from La Cienega, freaking Dijonet, and that white girl, what was her name? 
Zoe, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Zoe. Yeah, man, all them, they, you and she, I feel like, in a sense, they kind of conditioned us to accept fake-ass friends. Not me, I don't know who they conditioned, because I don't accept that fake shit. Excuse I, my language. I, I used to accept all that fake shit. I used to be like, you know, maybe they're just, yeah. maybe they're just having a day. I don't know. I don't know why I excuse that shit. I'd be looking back, and I'm like, man, nigga, you really, really shared time and space with these people for an extended period of time man i'm just like man after about my uh, sophomore year of high school had to cut that off we don't do that listen i ain't gonna put energy and be a real last person to people that's not being real with me we are equally yoked friendships relationships whatever that is yes man and it's just, i feel like i feel like i overdid it with friendships and everything like, i always made it seem like 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 I needed them or something like that. And it's not even that case like that, mm-hmm. but it was just like, you know, I just like, I guess I like being like present for people and everything. I like, I'll be there for you. If there's some shit going on, I'll let you know. Yeah. And if like someone dragging your name any type of way, I'm letting you know. Cause that could really be harmful to your character in the right. future. And so you don't want to just sit back and let shit like that happen. You that's- know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's why it's like, that's what life was like growing up in Charlotte. You know, like the realest people are always like the most isolated and like the fakest people are always like in a crowd, man. Always trying to like sacrifice somebody who talks all, all times of nonsense. But I feel like maybe it's something like that in some other places too, but that's just my experience with Charlotte, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I definitely feel like, you know, that's an experience. I feel like all real people are isolated people because we don't want to deal with people's bullshit. And it's not even just bullshit or everything. Like, I'm naturally an extroverted person. Like, I like to make new friends and everything and talk to people and everything. You know, it all, it does do, it does my spirit well. But I feel like at the same time, you got to protect your energy. And, yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, and it's just like, if I had to really go back in time and be like, yo, protect your energy. Not everybody has to know about you. Right. Not everybody has to know sides of you. Not everybody has to. Just be, if I say like, I would, I would probably save that recluse shit for high school. And then mm-hmm. slowly open up over the years and then, like, literally go crazy in college. Like, I feel like that's one of my biggest regrets because it's just, like, I feel like, you know, once you open yourself up too, too much in high school and everything and then you get caught up, like, all sorts of people. Like, oh, oh, he cocky. He this. And it's like, I'm not fucking cocky or nothing. Or he's that. He's, like, whatever. And then it's just, like, you put yourself under, like, a microscope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, like, some people have this sense, like, they think they know you when they really, really don't know you. So it's, like, you become a caricature in a sense you know so mm-hmm. it's just like you know and it's just like that's not how i that's not i'm trying to i'm not trying to get down like that you know what right. i'm saying so yeah man it's just yeah so it's just like college is different but i, I feel like at the same time i feel like i wasn't prepared for college at the same token because i was still trying to heal from stuff that happened like for, at community college and high school so it's just it's just a whole lot of crazy stuff but it's like back with like what's your favorite type of nineties movies and everything you like to go to? Like what's your what's your favorite? Um one of my favorites, not many people know about this movie, but it's called Higher Learning. Oh, uh, yeah, with the that's the one John Singleton movie no one really talks about like yeah. that. With they're at college and everything. Yeah. It's a PWI, right? At that college. I wanna mm-hmm. I think it was, because didn't they have like some white folk trying to join some kind of like hate place or hate? I want to say it. I don't know. I got to rewatch minute. it. It's, it's been a minute. Since I, that movie Same. I need to watch it. Cause I know Ice Cube was in it and uh, freaking uh, Omar Epps, I think, yep. was in it too. And Tyra Banks. Oh, yeah. Tyra Banks was in that movie, yeah. wasn't she? Fun fact her name was Deja. <laughs> 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 We're going to talk about what happened to her in the movie, but. <laughs> 
not gonna yeah. Watch it. yeah, but John Singleton, I feel I like really did a good job putting out a lot of those like '90s, like uh, well, Menace to Society. He directed too. I think so. Yeah. And and he directed uh, Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. What was the third movie? Poetic Justice, right? He he directed that. He did. And I was wondering. I wonder if he did direct it. That's all I was wondering. Cause I, I had a four pack, uh, John Singleton uh, movie thing, and it was a like higher learning. Um, God dang. Uh, it was higher learning. Boys in the Hood. Message Society. I'm trying to figure out what that fourth movie was. I'm thinking like. Was it Poetic Justice? I think it might have been Poetic Justice. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I can't tell you. Or it, or it might have been yeah. Juice. Was it Juice? I don't know. I, I really don't know. Juice was also not a nice 90s movie. Yeah. Yep. To also. But it's just like, yeah, man. Dude, hood movies, that was that. I was like, like set it off and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, and the thing is, like, as a kid, I watched all these movies, but I didn't realize it until I revisited it. So it was like, oh my God, this is that movie, like. They put on because I saw like well set it off and everything, which became my like my, one of my recent phase because mm-hmm. I actually became watching it again like a couple years back, and everything. Um, the crazy crazy thing about set it off and everything like when they had that part that where they were shooting up Cleo and everything mm-hmm. like that, it was, it was like oh my gosh we saw that like when I was like, a kid. We, we literally watched someone get shot. Well, yeah, and it's burnt in your memories, but it comes back when you watch it, like, oh my gosh, I watched this before. Right. And it was so crazy. That's what's cool about having, like, uncles and aunties that were, like, kind of young-like. They, like, put stuff like that on and mm-hmm. everything. I thought it was just mad cool, man. I, I swear. But it's like, um, but if we had to talk about 90s movies, what, 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 really, what really made Higher Learning your favorite, personally? Um, The fact that We've never actually, I don't know. You don't really know? It's just your favorite? It's just like, we've never experienced something like that on our campuses. Not the like the whole shooting part or whatever, but like standing up for ourselves against a group, an active group on campus that was racist. Like being, well, I guess we didn't experience that on HBCU. You might experience Obviously. that on the PWI, but it's like, it's not something that we've really like had to deal with. We experience, in, experience it in the world around us, but on our campuses, I feel like campus is a safe space. Yeah, no, I feel that you're definitely heavy on the safe space part. But, you know, like, that real shit, man, and I mean real, real shit, like, it's just, like, I feel like Boys in the Hood was kind of my favorite. I know it's, like, obviously, because like, that's, like, the most known hood movie and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I, just that scene where they killed Ricky and everything, that stuff gave me nightmares as a kid, bro, because I got a younger brother, too, bro, and I can't imagine losing him but that like, stuff- in such a way, man. But that was, like, real type shit. Like, you could really yeah, lose your life he- just getting in a altercation and, and ricky I, wasn't in no crazy stuff like he was a football player trying to get out the hood so yeah, that's stuff EOG that people scores. really happens to people and his eog and his test scores came back really really good too so it's just like like he had a future and it was and like a waste away from him. it was a waste man that's sad because like that's how it comes to being a black man in this society it's just yeah. black people in general like we all have like our own quirks and everything that makes us special and stuff and like really take us out of the hood in a sense and even like uplift our communities in all sorts of ways but it's like it always feels like it'd be our own people to drag us down yeah and everything i know it's like i want to get into the whole music thing and everything you know it was always people that look like me that always wanted to drag me down to try mm-hmm. to like disparage my character all types of ways like yeah it's a lot of white kids will hop in because they think it's cool right but they really don't because it's like they're like the most safest that like 
like in the whole dynamics of things because nothing's going to happen to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. They never have to like check the back twice to see who's doing this or doing that. It's always people that look like you that yeah. always try to drag you down the most. And I always found that it's like very, very sad. But it was yeah. just the ways, man. It was just, that's just how things were. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah, Boys in the Hood was like one of my personal favorites and everything just because of that. Mm-hmm. Another personal favorite was just Menace to Society. Um, too, because I feel like it really went into the dynamics of how he grew up and everything. Yeah, and why he was the way he was because <laughs> yeah. of the environment he lived in. And how it just he kept getting caught up with a lot of this stuff, too, based on his decisions also mm-hmm. and everything. So, you know, plus, you know, Jada Pinkett was fire in that movie, too. Yeah. Jada Pinkett she is, is always fire, fire in every, every movie, movie. Like, every damn movie. She do bro. not miss. She really doesn't miss. Even set it off, too. She yeah. does not miss. You feel like they should make sequels to a lot of these hood movies? I wish John Singleton was still alive so he could probably make like a sequel to a lot of these. I but how know. do they make sequels when a lot of these people die? It's like, about the same token, it's just like, you know. Uh, it doesn't hit like it should. Like a lot of re. re, re I was about to say respins. Reboots. Like, reboots of these movies, it's just, it's not. It's not going to hit the same. Like Coming to America, too. A lot yeah, of people. Like, I like Coming to America, too. I don't know why people had an issue with it. Like, it was like it was just it was just what it needed to be you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you ain't gotta have freaking like a grammy award-winning type movie it's like we're far removed from the 80s or 90s where eddie yeah. murphy was like hot hot like that like a lot of this stuff is just whatever you know but it's like um one thing i really really liked about like you know uh about like the whole side like what we can do with the whole like sequels of hood movies and everything like for instance like for set it off we never really knew what happened to old girl's kid and everything that he had, mm-hmm. that she had to give up. Yeah. And we didn't really know what happened with uh, uh, Ronnie's uh, son mm-hmm. and everything. Like, does he grow up influenced by Kane's ways in Atlanta yeah. and everything? I would have liked to see that. Um, and even with Boys in the Hood, i like to see how... Uh, how... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Frick... Is Trey, I think. Trey was the one that was played by Cuba Gooding Jr., right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how to say how Trey was becoming a father and everything, maybe raising his kids also. I know he yeah. was kind of fearful of that. Um, you know, uh, even with stuff like, uh, dang, what's another movie they could probably do a sequel on? Shit, oh, I'm trying to think. Huh, man. Uh, you think they could make a sequel with Poetic Justice? We never really got to see how lucky and uh, Justice. Not with without Tupac. It would happen. Oh yeah, that's right. Tupac's dead as shit. Oh my god, I forgot. Do that without Pac. How the hell I forget Tupac died? Oh my (laughs) god, he's he's like the most deadest person out of the whole thing, man. I don't even know. He's like the most famous dead person out of all these hood movies and type shit, man. I swear, but it's just like, what about the vibe back then? I feel, I feel going to the movie theater just to watch it like that was just an experience, man. The whole vibe from back then is just something we will never we experience. We'll never experience. And it's very upsetting. Because I feel like people probably had plans and everything, probably set up things like, oh, yeah, we're going to hit the movie theater. Like, we'll hit you up at this time or whatever. Like, they put more effort to meet up with each other, maybe exactly. have a good time. Exactly. Nowadays, I can't even hit people to even get a fucking interview and everything. I had to be lucky. Like, even with you getting an interview right now, it's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? And I'm like, damn, just that easy? Like, what the hell? Right. Like, dang, like, you you, like, you grow apart from a lot of your friends and everything, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought we were all going to be cool for, like, years on, years on nope. and stuff. But it, it really, everybody really just goes their own way. And then you just mm-hmm. got to, like, refine another tribe and everything like that. 
you know, stuff of that nature, you know. My yeah. tribe on campus is always, like, the Men's Achievement Center because it's just, like, you know, like, all we did was just chill and then just talk whatever we talked about mm-hmm. and everything, you know. It wasn't, like, party-orientated or whatever, so it's, like, yeah. you know, fraternity or so it's not, like, a whole, like, oh, you got to do this and do that to hang out with us. It's like, yeah, sure, just come and chill, just keep your grades up mm-hmm. type stuff and everything. Well, would you say that you found your soul tribe in a sense? Mm. I mean, I may have found my soul tribe in different er- different areas. Like, I have some people back home that are lifelong friends, but I also have some people here that are lifelong friends. Mm. And I feel like, you know, I want to travel. So I don't think North Carolina is my last place. So I feel like wherever I go next, I can meet some lifelong friends there as well. Mm, I feel that. I feel that heavy, man. Like, in my case, man, I'm going to say it like this, man. It's just like, I, I don't know, man. It's just like, I feel like I made some long, like, long life friends here for sure. Like, I can name, like, yeah, Destin, I can, I can see as being a long life friend. Um, Freaking, um, although there'd be people you don't even see like that, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's like, yeah, I can see them as, like, lifelong friends. Um, Freaking, uh... Okay, there's Destin, and it's just several people from the Men's Achievement Center. Like, oh, yeah, July, I could probably see us being lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, you know, stuff like that. It's just, I can narrow all of them out. Every, yeah, Tayshawn, yeah, sure, I, I fuck with Tayshawn heavy. But it's just like, you know, I don't know, man. I don't really see myself, like, being in North Carolina that long or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our friendships and everything we meet nowadays is always, like, through social media. Yeah. I feel like that's the sad. Like, we got very comfortable with distance. We don't really like to, like, you know, just chill with people mm-hmm. just to chill and everything. I don't know. Maybe for some people, maybe they do. Maybe they hang out with their friends every day. But it's, I don't know. That's just kind of how my experience has been, like, in my early 20s and everything. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, it gets harder and harder to really, like, just touch base with people. Like, yeah. and everything, you know. It's like you have a falling out with folk and everything, you know, it really gives you an explanation for anything. And I mm-hmm. guess you just kind of keep it moving yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just, yeah, Sadly. it's just things like that. Sadly, Sadly, that's just how it is, man. I swear. Like, it's crazy how many people have cut off since, like, high school and everything, mm-hmm. man. And it's just like you don't even talk to nobody or they cut you off for some weird reason. Right. It'd be, like, over events. They don't even bother to, like, hit you up to probably see, like, your side of the story or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, sure, yeah. And it's just, it just be like that, man. Like, I remember, like, when I first got to freaking, when I first got here in Banks in 2018, there's some people that I've fallen out with, right? I see here and there is like, I don't even speak to them like that or some people that just don't go to the school no more <laughs> but I thought like oh now I thought we we're gonna be hanging out all the time and everything but that they just kind of went their own way yeah so it's like it's just crazy how reality hits and stuff like that yo let me say I know you're, you're are you deep with spiritual type stuff um it depends you know I'm I'm I like to be protected I like to not be around negative people negative energies um stuff like that but you don't go like terror readers or anything right no i mean i've been thinking about it but i must still do some hard thinking on that mm, i've been to terror readers several times and how has that been it's it's been it's different for everyone mm-hmm. i guess I, I one of the main things like a lot of the terror readers i go to like they like they say i'm probably gonna have multiple children uh, usually one son and like multiple girls. Mm-hmm. Whatever I think that's what they tell me, uh, which is crazy. 
Um, <laughs> a lot of them for sure say that I'm going to have like a long life. I'm going to be live late to my 80s and my 90s and stuff like that, which I can see. Oh, see, I don't want to know that, Dean. Don't tell me how long I'm going to live. <laughs> Listen, just let me live. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is in- interesting because actually a lot of people in my family are actually long live. I know my great grandmother's still alive and everything. Uh, she's like in her 90s and she she she's back in Liberia and everything mm-hmm. freaking like had to survive two civil wars a, Ebola and all sorts of nonsense and just uh, and she just works like she don't even care mm-hmm. she works right in the field doesn't give two shits like yeah sure I'm old but I gotta make this money man <laughs> basically so it's like you know I guess I got that blood in my veins too so it's mm-hmm. just like I'm feeling lazy or whatever I always try to, try to keep that in mind and stuff of that nature and everything. So you don't really have uh, no fears of the future or nothing. You just be like, you just living and everything. Not saying I don't have fears of the future, but I don't want them telling me I'm going to live till I'm 30 or something and then be fearful that I'm going to die at 30. I mean, I don't mind them telling me how many children I'm going to have or, you know, the positives in life, but I'd rather not know the negatives in life. So, yeah. I mean, maybe if they tell me I can prevent it, but, yeah, I don't know. I went to this one guy, bro. I had like a list of females, bro. And I just asked him about all, all the females and everything that on my list. And like, oh, yeah, this girl was hella childish and everything. Jeez. And I'm like, oh, my God, she was. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this girl kind of had no confidence in herself. And I'm like, what? How did you know that? Wow. And it's like, this girl's like, I didn't even have this girl on the list. I just asked just to be curious. Like, what about this girl? It's like, oh, yeah, this girl puts you through a whole lot of mental abuse. And I'm like, what the holy... So I'm like, you know, it's just like when I freaking, when I first went to him and everything, it's just a whole lot of what he was saying was really, really accurate and everything. So it's like, it kind of helps, like, just give you a sense of assurance for the future yeah. and everything, you know? So it's just, it's just stuff of that nature and everything. I always thought that was cool and stuff like that. So what's your experiences with nothing but the arts and everything? What's your favorite, like, experience if you had to go off, you know? Um, well, the experience is just beginning so I really can't answer that yet. Really? You just started with Nothing But The Arts? Yeah, this is my first semester with Nothing But The Arts. Deadass? Yeah. I don't know why I felt like you was there for a minute. Like It feel like I've been there for a minute, but no, this is my first semester. Yeah. We just getting started. We got some things to look forward to this month. Okay. I hope to be a part of it, too, because she just put me in the group chat not too long ago. The thing is, I met Bishop, like, way back 2018. We mm-hmm. didn't even start, like, chilling again until, like, she was, like, literally in the group chat, like, not too long ago. Not in the group chat. Like, I had her on on the podcast a while ago, but she, mm-hmm. she was on for, like, just 30 minutes, though. It's just crazy because she had a whole lot of good shit to say and everything. Uh-huh. And like, but it's just, it just cut down sh- that episode short to just 30 minutes. I'd be trying to stretch it for at least a good hour and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, stuff like that. So it's like before you even went to like HBCUs and Peter, like, would you say you went to predominantly like white schools in Connecticut? Mm hmm. How's that? How was that uh, <laughs> experience for you? Um, it was cool. Would I do it again? Probably not. <laughs> You experience a multitude of different people, um, different cultures. Um, the teaching style, you know, you don't really learn about black culture and black people there, which coming to HBCU, I love learning about my culture and my people. Um, as far as like organizations and Greek life and all of that, they had it, but not like D9 or like things that I would be involved in just because I would like to be more involved with people that are like me. Mm. Um, 
Food wasn't that good. <laughs> Tell you that. I feel like it was. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you feel like it's so much better here too? I know people complain about cafeteria. Listen, food. go to PWI and tell me how that food is. Dang. I'd be, be thinking Harvard what, food would probably smack though because they got more money and shit like that. I don't know, but the school I came from, it was not all that. Here, it feels more like a home cooked meal on a good day. Oh, really? I'd just be going for the burgers and everything. Like, I'd be going for turkey burgers and some pizza. The pizza wasn't as good like how it was like in the earlier years and everything. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, man, like, fuck. I don't even know, man. It's just it just be whatever now. Like, I don't know. I feel like the best part is the drink sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to shit on anything. Like, yeah, but they be having some good food, like some fried fish. And uh, yeah, but... I feel like that's where it's really good and everything. I but... know they switched up their... Uh, um the people they have working there now so i noticed their mac and cheese isn't baked mac and cheese anymore it's some stofers y'all ain't know we knew but we knew it's stofers because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just imagining stofers is just like what like, y'all trying to play us with this mac and cheese come on now yeah don't play us with this mac and cheese man that's mac and cheese that'd be my favorite too bro <laughs> it's just like you can't fuck up mac and cheese man for real uh, how you feel about the fried chicken wednesdays because i don't know i feel like it kind of lost its, its buzz after a while it definitely did when i first came here it was more of an event now I can walk into the cafe in some sweatpants and be fine. No, dead ass. It's just <laughs> and like. I care. Get to go. Go on about my business. I be going for the grilled chicken, man. I'm I'm not fucking with that fried chicken. I don't know. It's just dry, right? And on top of that, it's fried too. So it's just like, yeah, you feel like your whole arteries are getting clogged up and it, everything. It, it's just the like. The food ain't hitting like it used to. It's really not, man. That's one of the saddest things from this semester. This is my last damn semester, man. And I'm in Baines. I'm in the worst dorm you could be in. The food ain't good. Like I don't even see Baines as being that that bad. I don't know. It may be only good because we don't have roommates, but it's bad. If it was like regular semester and these rooms was filled up, I listen, y'all gotta put me somewhere else. I need my space, my personal space. I'm too grown to be with somebody else in the room. So you wouldn't even get roommates after college and everything? You're gonna no. be in the apartment by yourself, right? I would much rather be by myself. I like my personal space, my area to myself. Dang, even like- before COVID, like I'm just a personal type of person. Like Oh, no, no, no. I can feel that, too. Like, I was like, when I'm moving, like, to D.C. and everything, my dad's trying to hook me uh, me with, like, an apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to bring my brother out there, too, because, like, you know, he hasn't really been so, you know, focused on school as much and everything. Plus, mm-hmm. I have his program at Howard University. So, I'm, I'm just trying to pull him out there, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just to get him out of Charlotte, because I feel like if he stays there, he's just not going to give a fuck mm-hmm. at all, because, like, he was Salem. Your shit was just getting fucked up. This wasn't a good fit for him. So I was just thinking, like, okay, Howard University and grades together, all right. We could just bounce over there. And it's just like, like I just like leave him in Charlotte. We could get an apartment like hey, they say it's too, like, he's been with this girl five, six years now. It's been a brick. Like, yeah. they, like he's like a two, so you don't think like two thousands. You think the situation shit. I can't stay in bitch for three months. But it's just like my brother's different. It's like you know, I'm thinking like, yeah, he's over, man. Let's just stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two years, you know, get your shit away, and then, yeah, I get a degree, and then, you know. Yeah. So it's just stuff like, you know, he's not really fucked. So it's um, like, you know, if you don't want to go, exactly, like, you know, just. Uh, I don't know. Now, not years after, I'm not going to, I'll probably stay in region America. Maybe like Florida or something? That's too far. What about? Mm, they have hurricanes. <laughs> nah. 
point of like drowning. <laughs> I'm to live in Louisiana, New Orleans. For like a hurricane season, but I'm gonna have to pack up and go. Yeah, man, I want it for like, I'm trying to see Definitely. like Miami at one point. Um, Atlanta, I only passed by Atlanta years ago. So yeah, I wouldn't mind visiting Atlanta. Washington, D.C., obviously, I'm trying to live there. Yeah. Try to hit up New York. I know I got a friend that stays in New York, so maybe I could probably go visit him up there okay. one day. To me, New York isn't all this caked up to be, but probably because I'm from that area around there. Mm-hmm. I know it's crowded as shit, though. Like, Very crowded. And I was there, like, with my moms and everything, and my auntie. We couldn't do nothing, because we ain't got no plans. We were just basically just going there, walking behind them. Yeah. And that, that fucked up my whole experience in regard to that, man. It's just, it was a lot. It was a whole lot, man. It's just, yeah. it's just so much I had to deal with with that. But it's like, you know, besides that, like, so, like, yeah, I know you wouldn't want to stay up north for any longer, right? Mm-mm-mm. Just, no. What about L.A.? Would you ever touch down in L.A.? I will visit, and it depends on how my vacation there would go. If my vacation is, like, I just want to be there forever then i'd probably move out there but i just still feel like that's very far away from home like i want to be close to home but not too far away from home like yeah i like to visit la because i got some friends out there in la too but it's just like at the same token it's just like i don't know it'd be there'd be like some sketchy shit going on in la and everything yeah. like it's just like I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I think I might just stay, like, in this hemisphere because it's, like, more familiar. Like, I could visit L.A., but I'm definitely not trying to stay there too long. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. I feel like it would be, like, like some weird shit going on at every turn or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, man, for sure, man. It's like, oh, let's check. Oh, you got the list of the topics, right? I know we hit on a whole lot of topics and shit. I don't want to be able to leave some shit up. I think we actually got all of them. Nothing but the arts, 90s movies, Connecticut, my major, and experience at NCCU. Yeah, we pretty much talk about a whole lot of shit, man. Shit. Like, all right, cool. Fuck. I think we got the whole episode in then. Hey, I, I don't think we hit past like an hour just yet. Or we whatever. almost had an hour, two minutes away from the hour. But, you know, that's close. <laughs> yeah, it's damn close and everything. So it's just like, dang. Uh, one other thing. Would you get a tattoo? Have you ever gotten a tattoo? I have several tattoos. Oh, cool. Tell me about them. I got one on my ankle. It's a matching tattoo with an old friend that's not my friend no more. But, Damn, you know, it's that cool, sucks. Whatever. It don't suck because it's a new meaning for it. I could add to it and do whatever I want to it and forget about who that individual is. Mm. Um, but it's a sunflower. Um, on your leg, on your ankle? On my ankle. I don't think I see it. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Oh, oh. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, How much that one cost? Like $25. It wasn't that bad. Okay. What's another one? Um, I got this mandala. Got a dollar? No, no. Oh, mandala. Mandala. Oh, oh you deep with the yeah. spiritual with the mandala. What the mandala mean again? Don't ask me. I just got it because I like the design. I got <laughs> spirituality and all that stuff after. No, that is. I, I, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, got this mandala and that's it. I got a rib tattoo. It's a Maya Angelou quote that says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but never admire the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Okay, say that again. Say the whole quote again. It's a, it's a Maya Angelou quote, and it says, we admire the beauty of the butterfly. Wait, <laughs> look. That's not, show it. Let me see. Let me see. Because, like, okay, hold on. We admire the beauty of the butterfly. But never admire the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Oh, okay, I see. It's like all of your damn. That's that's gangster. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a, you say you got more. Like yeah, that? yeah, I got another one. 
And I've got another one that says, never a failure, always a lesson. And it has a, fe- a feather under it. What the feather mean? It's just a just a feather. You know, <laughs> just to make it look nice. Oh, okay. So I got a feather. All right, that's and nice. And then... <laughs> got one behind your neck. I got a lotus flower. Right, let me see if I can put my flashlight on at the same time. Which the lotus... Okay. So I don't mean to grab your shirt like this. Lotus is a symbol of beauty. Oh, like white lotus, like that kung fu shit, like where it's just like would it be? You don't you don't know about like, kung fu movies like that, do you? Nah, just just making a regular lotus flower. Okay, a regular lotus flower, and that's like the last tattoo. You got more tattoos? Nah, that's that's the last one. Oh, okay, cool. I noticed you have a J Cole like off season T shirt. Oh, we had to go to the J Cole off season uh, concert <laughs> on Tuesday. Damn, know? I missed the hell out that it. shit, man. I wanted to go. I think like maybe I should go to Dreamville Fest. But you got to. Oh, I got my ticket for Dreamville already. Damn. Oh, it's got to be out so man. I went to the first Dreamville Fest. What? How was it? It was great. I, mean, I don't want to miss this one, but they ain't put the lineup yet, so it's just like I don't really know. I don't give a just to get the general admission. As long admission. as J Cole is there, I don't care. I want to. I want to ask my folks to probably cover the ticket, but it's just like I don't know. Like I feel like that'd be kind of childish to be like. I mean, hey, it's three hundred dollars, so. Do what you can. Literally. <laughs> I don't want to start working. That's what I'm saying. And then it's just like, but then it sold out. And then it's just like, dang. And then it goes more than 300 after. No, it's because my, my dad's already covering up my legal fees right now. So it's like, uh, fuck. And it's just like, you know, because I'm a college <laughs> too. I'm trying to focus on school entirely. Right. I thought financial, I thought they give me more financial aid for taking more classes. They, uh-huh. they give me shit back. Jeez. So it's just like, dang. And it's just like, oh, uh, I don't want to miss Dreamville Fest because I thought it was going to be like a tradition to make it to every Dreamville Fest now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to miss this one to be like, oh, I went to everyone <laughs> but this one. <laughs> yeah, definitely got my ticket for that. So I'm prepared. But definitely would see J. Cole in concert again. No, yes. I, I remember when I first saw him in concert, I got videos. I'll probably just show it to you while I don't record and everything. Um, Because, like, I saw him... It, I saw J. Cole at the at the Dreamville Fest, and then I saw Boss. Well, I didn't see it, like, this out of order. I saw J. Cole, Boss. I saw Big Sean. Nelly was out there, but I wasn't in the crowd. Mm-hmm. J.I.D., obviously. Um, you know, they should get Flatbush Zombies. Never heard of them. You never heard of Flatbush Zombies? What? Okay, then. <laughs> Dude, all white kids love Flatbush Zombies. <laughs> because, like, I know they're... They were freaking. They were hot when I was in high school. I think they're kind of mm-hmm. cooling down now and everything. But yeah, Flatbush Zombies. They can pull out like Flatbush Zombies. I know they're gonna pull out Moray and everything. Oh yeah, Moray was at the concert. Yeah. What if they bring Drake for the Dreamville Fest concert? Like, cause they brought Meek Mill out of nowhere for the first Dreamville Dreamville concert. That shit, everybody wow. was crazy for. It, cause that was right when he left like prison. So so Meek Mill became like a like a martyr or something like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was so crazy. That's a crazy transition for Meek Mill and everything. Yeah. Because, like, everybody was clowning him for losing to Drake in that one beef. And then it's just, like, after he went to like, oh, man, let my nigga Meek out. And then, like, he became, <laughs> like, a martyr and everything. So, like, it was pretty weird and everything. Who are you yeah. hoping to see in this Dreamville Fest? Like I said, as long as I see J. Cole, I don't care who I see. Oh, okay. So, Drake Cole, J. Cole is, like, your main, main yes. player. That's, your, that's number one for you? Definitely. That's oh. my favorite artist I, I think we just found another subject because <laughs> it's like literally like j cole bro dude it's so crazy j cole he Man. talks about real life stuff that goes on in the community but people don't be hearing him they want to listen to that mumble mumble jumbo 
Listen to the real shit that's going on. Listen to the shit that's going to help you uplift yourself and your community. What makes me sad is when I first started noticing J. Cole was obviously when he did the whole, like, the music video for Workout. I mean, Workout. I, mean, I, I thought he was just another rapper. Right. At first. And then it's like when he dropped, uh, what was it, Born Center and everything. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, with the teal, with that song he did with TLC called, uh, what was, what was it called? Uh, on My Way, On My Way, On My Way. That, what was the name of that oh, song? Oh, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, it came, it keep coming on the radio and everything. Like, oh, wow. I guess he, he does more than that. And then it's just like, it wasn't until like 2014 Forest Hills Drive. It's like, oh, wow. Then I had to listen to everything J. Cole from his mixtapes and everything. And I'm like, dude, J. Cole was a freaking beast listen. in the mixtape session, bro. When I tell you, bro, I, I wish I could just go back in time, just like I first listened to J. Cole mixtape Cole for the first time again, bro. I swear. J. Cole is the only artist I can listen to with no skips. For real? It's like, what about no Kendrick skips. Lamar or like Drake? You know, I fuck with Kendrick, but if I had to choose between Kendrick and J. Cole, I'm going to go with J. Cole. No, I could feel that because he, like, he just speaks to the soul. I feel like my style, like, as an artist, like, it's, like I feel like I like I aspire, like, the more, with the more J. Cole style. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, my next project for Sincerely and, like, the rediscovery and so on and so forth is just mostly going to be aligned with, like, Lauryn Hill-type-esque mm-hmm. or Common. But J. Cole also, for sure. And everything, you know, it's just like, yeah, stuff of that nature, man. So I swear, J. Cole, bro, he's going to be the guy. And The Fall Off is going to be his last album. Don't say that. I mean, that's what he said. He said The Fall Off is going to be his last album before he... Because I feel like he's pretty much done everything. You but know? that don't mean he can't do more. Don't know. He can. St- he's still gonna be f- do features and stuff like that. I don't but. want features. I want full whole albums that I can sit and listen to. I mean, it's gonna get to a point where I'm gonna just listen to everything and I'm gonna want more. You and can't the, leave me with the fall off. We well, about to come back up, dude. Off season was came out of nowhere. <laughs> off season was so good. I always have off season on repeat, man. When I think about 2021, I'm gonna think about off season, like with J Cole, bro. It's like, bro, this can't be this damn good, man. Right. I swear, man, bro. Off season. What's your favorite song off the off season? I want to say Pride is the Devil. Yes, dude. Pride is the Devil is such a good song. I feel like Let Go of My Hand is my personal favorite. Really? And then Amari, obviously, because mm-hmm. like, those are the main songs I put on first. And then like uh, uh, Pride is the Devil, obviously, because Lil Baby killed that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he killed that, bro. What, what do you think about Lil Baby? You think Lil Baby's going to get pretty far and everything? Oh, he can. He's he has been, potential. He's been killing those features, man. I also said on a past episode, I think, with Man of Ed Teddy, bro. Like, we just go, like, bro, like, Lil Baby really, really could make something where, like, in five years from now, Lil Baby will literally, I feel he will be literally uh, performing at Super Bowls, man. I could, I could see that. I, I could definitely see that, too. I could definitely see that. Because, like, dude's too talented. Dude's too good. And he's like, his style works with everybody. Which mm-hmm. is like, this is, I feel like it's a very crucial skill to have, like, especially with, with rap and everything. Yeah. I was like, what's your favorite J. Cole, like, uh, project? Um, my favorite, I was just thinking about this in my head, too. Nah. I feel, I can give you some time. <sighs> let me, let me, let me, let me. Because personally, like I personally, song. I would say it's a tie for 2014 Forest Hill Drive and off season. Oh, for your eyes only. Yeah, for for your eyes for only your was eyes definitely only. slept on. People sleep on that project so much, man. Cause that, it came out twenty sixteen, correct? 
Don't get me to stay in the wrong dates. Oh, uh, well, it came during 2015, 2016 era, and everything, and it was just like, bro, man, it was just I like changes, mm-hmm. and I obviously like the beginning, like for your eyes only. It's like, yeah. what was another song? Uh, Folding clothes. I like folding clothes. Some people don't like that song. I, I like that. I thought it was cool. My all-time favorite song is For Your Eyes Only as well. Yeah, man. And it's also, what was that one song on For Your Eyes Only? I'm trying to think. Um, What was that song? You, you pretty much got it on your... I'm trying to look up song. I'm trying to think. Oh, K.O.D. was pretty good, too. I oh, like yeah, K.O.D. Yeah. People don't like K.O.D. like that, but I like K.O.D. Uh, oh, Deja Vu is a good one, too. Oh, yeah, She's Mine is also good. And Immortal. Immortal's pretty good, too. Neighbors. Oh, that was my shit. And for the for Whom the Bells Toll. Yeah, those. I like it. It was just 10 tracks, but I still like it. Though, Definitely. Like. Oh, this I've, came out December 9th, 2016. Ye- 2015, 2016. Double 16. Oh, uh, yeah, that was right when I graduated like when i graduated like from high school it's like that was like the first winter before i graduated yeah mm-hmm. that was back when i was using frostware to download all these uh, albums and everything and i was like yeah. i just watch a youtube vid- premium like, <laughs> you, you feel like you feel like for your eyes only was hella you know um slept on basically um i don't know but that's just your personal favorite, so you don't even give a shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You ever listen to his mixtapes and everything? Mm mm. I you, haven't. I haven't gone that. Yo, you were in the best position as a J Cole fan. I'm <laughs> let me recommend you something. Truly yours. If you can write this down in your notes, yeah. like, because I only got five percent left. Oh shit! Now it's four percent. So oh, I gotta well, really. You got to wrap this up then. Okay, all right, I'll probably get off, but definitely like, uh, truly yours. Definitely, that's one. Truly yours. Because it's like it's a whole lot of good bangers on that. Uh, the warm up. Uh, what was another? Um, damn. Uh, there's another one. Um, shit, I can't even remember off the top. But anyway, we do got to wrap this up because only three percent right now. I'd like to thank Miss Deja for being on. Thank you. No problem, no problem. I enjoyed it. It was nice talking to you. Oh, yes. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you for coming at, like, last minute of time, too, man. Because it's like, see, I probably should have charged my phone a little bit more than we could probably. When I have to, like, cut the sauce so early. But it's no problem. It's like, we pretty much filled it up for, like, an hour. Yeah, over so, an hour. Yes, over an hour. Yes. Thank you, Miss Deja. That is it for the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 29. Oh, yes. That is, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're closing out.